Welcome, everybody. Pastor Reed, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How I'm are you? glad to actually, you know, get here. Um, this is, you know, Artisan Church's first all-inclusive podcast. I'm your online host as well as the host, one of the hosts for this podcast. My name is Josephus. Uh, this is Pastor Reed um, of Artisan Church, and we're here to kick this thing off. Very nice introduction, by the way. Thank you very much. Hey, you know. I'm excited about this podcast. I've been thinking about this for a long time. So really, really glad that we finally are here sitting on this couch so we can talk about the same stuff we talk about every week. Except for this time it's recorded. <laughs> Except for this time we're sharing it with everybody. The, the entire world's going to listen now. That's, that's the goal, you know. Everybody is welcome. That, you know, if you have a disagreement to us, you're welcome. If you agree with this, you're welcome. But the one thing we do want to encourage is everyone approach this with an open mind. Um, it's, you know, all-inclusiveness is about making sure that we can have the conversation. You know, it's not to change an opinion or to change a life experience, but it's, you know, just one of those things where we want to keep the conversation, uh, keep the conversation going, going yeah. and, like, lessen the division that's, you know, present when it comes to certain conversations and we have things to talk about we do yeah so i think uh do you have any introductory things that you want to inter introduce or do you just want to jump right in well i think it's helpful if maybe we talk a little bit about who we are first since sure. this is our first time yeah sure sure so um why don't you start how how about you share who are you in five sentences um well, above all things else, I'm a man of God, uh, and then I'm a husband and a father, and then that's like, you know, the important high notes. I am a lover of all things. Like, I, I love learning. I love, you know, right now I'm um, starting, you know, a business in, uh, in photography and mm -hmm. setting up a media crew. So this is, you know, a part of that experience as well. And uh, over my years, I've indulged in a lot of interesting hobbies. So, and I'm sure some of them will come up. Yeah. Thank you for taking us along on your journey. No problem. In the in the media world. Uh, so my turn. I am also a, a husband and a father and uh, a follower of Jesus, and I uh, and am also a organizing pastor for a new worshiping community here in Lincolnton, North Carolina. I'm originally from Florida. That's where I, I'm a native Floridian. And I'm also a singer and songwriter and a worship leader. And I like to make pizza on Friday nights. Cop this man's EP. It's only six tracks, but <laughs> hey, I know it's fly. I've never heard it. <laughs> wow. What a nice sales pitch. Hey, I got to try to, you know, shameless plug. <laughs> you forgot one thing, though. What did I forget? You are a pillar of this community. Oh. Well, I don't put that in my bio. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that's nice to just have somebody tell you. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. So are you, my friend. I mean, I might look like a pillar, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and let's not forget about, you know, somebody who's super important. I think, um. Being a cameraman has actually taught me um, 
to be appreciative to you know everybody that makes uh this thing we do possible and i'd like to give a shout out to our audio man right now rich green um, rich green he's also house. our pianist so if you actually you know tune in which we encourage uh to our uh live stream or actually just come and attend uh a live service here at the anderson building in lincolnton you will see this man killing it on the keyboard and singing his heart out and he's also a photographer <laughs> top secret info all right looks like uh we got the introductions out of the way i'm ready to get into the nitty-gritty all right let's do you're... this so maybe we can talk just a little bit about who we are in our faith journey a little bit for just like setting the baseline as well got you uh do you i went first on the last one so I'm okay yeah so uh i grew up in a christian home uh faith um very faithful family i grew up going to church as much as possible um with with my family growing up and growing up in the southern baptist tradition and that was in back in tampa um and then i went away after high school i went away from home and i also went away from god in the church in a lot of ways too and so I was kind of a nomad and still following Christ, but doing it on my own. And then fast forward, uh, I found um, my faith journey taking me closer to God when I when I found a, a different faith community when when my wife and I got together and and um, uh, in the Reformed tradition, whatever that means, uh, and but in the Presbyterian Church and 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 also uh, serving in the United Methodist Church, I found a, a much more um, loving and inclusive expression of God's love for us. And, um, and then just a couple of years ago, uh, I got a personal call from God to, to lead a community of faith, and I, something that I never really thought I'd be doing. Uh, and it's taking me to some weird and uncomfortable places, but um, even through my own, um, I, I would say even through my own uh, feelings of, being inadequate or uh, or inequipped for this work, I know that I'm in the right place and, and that God is moving in and through uh, this community and the, the the life that we have going here at Artisan Church. Uh, and it's it's invigorating me, and, in, uh, and it even has taken me to the point of sitting on a couch and talking about faith, which is also something I didn't really think I'd be doing. I had to drag him here. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's, let's be honest. Like, well, I, you know, it was, it was very, the, the Knights of the round table had to meet, <laughs> but no, I, um, one thing you said in your, um, your, your walk was, yeah. uh, that I found interesting is you said, I got a call from God. I would love to see the call ID to see what God's area code is. Right. Uh, it's just a little. Bit. It is probably not a U.S. number. I would think that's <laughs> uh, probably international. So my journey through faith uh, is kind of an interesting one. Um, I come from what I feel like a lot of people uh, come from, where there might be like this idea of God and uh, in the household, like you know, you don't say you, you don't say his name in vain or but we didn't necessarily go to church yeah and um wasn't till my grandmother <clears throat> sorry it wasn't till my grandmother um moved uh to virginia beach with us when i was around 12 um that i actually went to church consistently 
um, I was basically at church on Easter, at church, you know, for whatever special occasion, someone's getting baptized, whatever. Um, I ended up going to a non-denominational church uh, when I was 12, and they had an awesome youth group. And um, also the pastor there was really good at uh, sharing all-inclusiveness with everybody. Like, Mm -hmm. it it didn't feel like there was... um, a shame there for where you're at so right. to speak so um i hit the ground running like like anything i mean you 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 know me a little bit um better than others when i get into something it's you know you jumped in with you, both yeah, feet yeah, yeah, we're drilling right. down and so um i got into the bible and i got into bible studies and uh it was like the best three months of studying or it feels like a test, <laughs> but really it's just a, a, a commitment that you want to make sure you understand. And so I got baptized in the cold waters of uh, Virginia Beach, and um, it was one of the greatest experiences. Um, then I turned 17. Yeah. And um, it was you know, eye-opening for me to see people that were at my church doing and saying things that were counterproductive to what I had experienced. And so it was like one of those moments where I started questioning my belief because it was like, I felt like because I lived this thing through and through, you know, to the best of my ability, you know, I was still a sinner, but like, I did everything I could to try to, you know, leave those things. It, Maybe was, like, what did I really yeah, sign up for? what did I then? sign up for? Right, so, yeah. um, and, you know, it kind of pushed me away. And then I kept having uh, situations in life that felt like one step forward, two steps back. Uh, and I blame God, just like, you know, a lot of people do. Um, and I just eventually walked away uh yeah. kind of i wouldn't say walked away um i turned my back and the one thing i would i would say i would i would, I would be proud of, of that moment uh, of that situation was even though i turned my back to god when i noticed um that there was somebody who could you know possibly use his love that might not know him i still shared it with them i still encouraged people to go to church if they needed you know to find something to you know that's interesting. Yeah, it, it, you my still, heart never. You were, you were still uh, a, a spokesperson for the faith, even without a faith community. So where did that come from? I think it came from. Um, I remembered what it felt like, like for those years that I was, you know, actively in it. Um, and I don't mean to like for it to sound like a club, but. I, re- I remember what it felt like the joy and how like you know relieved it was to yeah. know that there was a place I could go to or there was a person I could turn to or you know I could you know pray and really feel like stuff was lifted from me and um I knew that I was lost I think I had a understanding that there was something lost within me I just had to figure it out mm-hmm. and um it was you know, not something that I wanted to deter um, somebody from. One thing I like to say, um, and, you know, 
forgive me because this is probably something that might be a little on the edge of the table but my my thing was and i think you do need to have faith but at the end of the day this is the mindset i had of it um even if for whatever reason god wasn't real like this was my mindset yeah um there was more good in believing in him there was more good in pushing people towards him than to spread oh he's not real yeah there was more good to come from that and some people need that and that was the mindset that i had back then now with my life experience in my faith walk uh, i did experience things that you know are person personal but also stuff that i like to share mm -hmm. that lead me to you know believe fully and faithfully that there is a god yeah so if you are one of those people who are you know still finding your way or trying to figure it out or just know that you know that's okay it's okay yeah. that's part of the journey exactly yeah 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 thank you for sharing that yeah sorry it was i learned i think than... i learned some things there I think we volleyed a little bit, so I apologize yeah. if it was a little long. <laughs> no, thank you for sharing that. So what is Artisan Church? Artisan Church. Great question. We're a new worshiping community, and we are a community of faith, and really we want to be a home for the spiritually homeless. Maybe someone like you were in that period in your late teens where you didn't feel like you connected with a faith community for one reason or another. Um, I like to say that we, uh, we're inclusive and affirming and of, of all walks of life. And especially for people who have been hurt by church or who have felt left out by church. You say that every Sunday, as far as the all, we say part. that every Sunday because <laughs> it's important and it's, and it's part of my story too. And probably a little bit of your story as well. But, um, I think there are so many folks who find that they just don't fit in or um, the, the church that they put their, their heart and faith in um, let them down in some way or another. And so it's, it's really, really common. The more that I meet people and talk to people about why we have a new community, I hear that theme again and again. Um, more about what we are specifically, we're, we're a Christ-centered uh, movement, and we come out of the Presbyterian faith tradition specifically PCUSA, for those who are watching denominations. Uh, but what? I said, look it up. Oh, yeah, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and we also, as we've been getting going um, over the past almost two years, uh, we really have embraced creativity. Creativity is a way that I connect with God and with other people, so we've used that as a tool to... How we cre uh, as how we connected. It is. Yeah. It is craft so. Show. So we've had yeah we've had some different craft shows and things here, and we've had some art exhibits in our space where we worship. We're in a non-traditional space as well, so we're in this um, uh, like a commercial building in the back of it in a warehouse-looking area where we get together. Yeah, this building here, <laughs> and we uh, we connect with God uh, and with the community through through art and and through making stuff. So. Um, we believe God is a creator and creating in us and through us all the time. So before I ask this next question, um, I think it's best to like kind of preface the question with the question that might follow. What is a Pentecost Sunday? 
Oh. Like, can you briefly give just a synopsis of what that might be? Well, okay. So, yeah, Pentecost, um, well, it, it means different things to different people, I guess. If you're uh, Jewish, Pentecost is this holiday. It's a high, holy feast holiday that happens once a year when we celebrate uh, the the gift of the, uh, the, the first five books of the Jewish scripture, the Jewish holy text, um, the Torah. So uh, the Pentateuch. And so that is something that happens in the Jewish tradition every year. Uh, I believe it's 40 days or 45 days or something after the second day of Passover. Anyway, it's on the calendar. Uh, and then in the Jesus faith tradition, Pentecost is when we celebrate uh, that the Holy Spirit descended on the disciples of Jesus, the followers of Jesus. And it's also the day, it, it's also garbage day. That's great. Uh, in That's some great. countries where the, the truck shows up. Can you hear that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see if that comes out on the recording. That was a serious garbage truck. Uh, so... It's the day that the church began. Okay. And so um, let's talk about um, last week's topic. Um, yeah. Take a step in discovery in discovering the Holy Spirit, which Pastor David presented that to us. Um, mm-hmm. The reference uh, piece that he gave us uh, was a story about him painting over a summer. And um, he went through all this training and then... The day it came to paint, they asked him to go up on a two-story building roof or just a roof in general. He had to climb up a ladder (laughs) with all his paint gear, and it was not included in the training, as most training does exclude some of the finer details. Um, And when he got to the top of the ladder, he didn't know what to do. He had all this gear. He didn't know what to do, and he looked for someone to help him or guide him, and they said, just take the step. Just do it. Just take a step off the ladder onto the roof. So do you think that... Uh, he must have survived. Right. <laughs> yeah, to <laughs> tell the story. <laughs> uh, did that happen for you on Pentecost uh, Sunday? Did I take a step uh, towards understanding the Holy Spirit? I think I think all we can do sometimes is take a step towards understanding the Holy Spirit. It's a very mysterious force. It's the most uh, mysterious part of of the Trinity or understanding who God is um, in some ways. Like we know, we know God, you know, creator, uh, the God in heaven, the God that sent Jesus, who Jesus was a man, a historical figure who lived on earth at a particular time in a particular place. The Holy spirit is like, it's hard to put your finger on sometimes. I got a feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I can't keep going because of publication rights. (laughs) Okay, right. Thank you for saving us from copyright infringement. (laughs) But yeah, so, um, I mean, some people might think it's a feeling, right? Uh, It could be. Like a gut feeling? I think it can get confused with a feeling a lot of times. Or intuition. And it can can bring up feelings because it is an inspiring force of, of God. Yeah, so. Um, defining the Holy Spirit, we could probably spend a whole we could do years season of yeah. a podcast trying to describe that. One thing that was interesting about that Sunday, though, uh, that uh, Pastor David brought up, and I think is um, amazing to think about, 
is how the Holy Spirit is always working. It's like in my mind when when he said it, I was thinking of this like constantly buffering iCloud storage or <laughs> you know just a just like a, a cloud storage platform just sitting there working in the background while I'm you know doing my everyday tasks unaware of you know how the spirit is moving within me and whatnot and yeah that was and around you and, and in front of you, you and yeah. behind you and through yeah. other people right so yeah so that's a really hopeful thought about the holy spirit that it's um something that's working even when we don't know or even when we don't know what to say the holy spirit will come and pray on our behalf got yeah. you um how do you see the Holy Spirit helping your weaknesses? The Holy Spirit helps uh, in our weaknesses. Well, and like that's a good example. What I what I just lifted up that uh, when we pray, when we uh, when we're in a tough spot, we don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit speaks um, on our behalf for us, uh, and so that that's one way. Or also when we're without inspiration. I think the Holy Spirit uh, can come and be a source of encouragement, um, and and presents opportunities, presents um, just uh, a way forward. Sometimes that's kind of vague. I mean, it, I, I get what you mean, though. By it. like sometimes, yeah. um, I mean, to, I guess I'll I'll preference it with a little story. Um, Say you're delivering food. <laughs> okay. And you show up to a house and you realize this isn't the right house. Yeah. But you realize there's food on the doorstep already that matches the same place that you were. So you kind of come to this conclusion that, hey, the delivery driver probably delivered it to the wrong house because he didn't think to actually call the recipient. Right, and so 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 there's extra food. There's a, just extra food, yeah. And I mean, you could easily you have food already in the car. You could easily just keep uh, keep going and deliver it to the right person. But you just for some reason get out and take the food from a place that isn't even fully built yet, and all of a sudden you are able to deliver that to a homeless community that you know was lacking. That really, they really can use the food, right? Yeah. And you have no clue, right, on why you decided to get out the car and go get it. It was actually a waste of time in a monetary standpoint for you because you're based in a time-based, you know. I feel like we're talking about somebody that you know very well. Well, I mean, there are many dashers out here in these streets, and yeah. you know, just like the 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 food industries, we are very appreciative of our dashers and. I think uh, that is an example of potentially the Holy Spirit moving in and working in a moment of weakness, so to speak. Maybe not their weakness, but right. the weakness of people who needed uh, to, you know, receive a blessing. Right. So you're 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 saying maybe the Hol the Holy Spirit was perhaps like inspiring you or prodding you or leading you to give this food to somebody that needed it 
uh, when you might have just tossed it or you could have just eaten it yourself or you could have what you could have done any number of things but there's this sort of like guiding force it's like oh maybe i could take this to somebody that can that can use it even if they're not asking for it um so why would i do that and what where does that come well, from? Well, I don't even think it started than... with the why would I do that. I think the why behind that is the easy answer. Yeah. Um, I think what's hard is when you're in the mindset of, hey, this is your job, as far as, like, I'm in the middle of doing my job. Am I really worried about helping someone else? And so that's where I think this, you know, example, so to speak, mm-hmm. is the Holy Spirit kind of working in the background or also just, like, you know, present because there was no reason to get out of the car that i mean for all um for all purposes that could have been um spoiled food already right but you know the person happens to get out grabs it and it's still hot and it you know still edible but so they got so it i mean like it it just one of those scenarios where it you know it's filling a need a filling a need that doesn't actually fit within you know your needs but you just do something that's uncharacteristic of the time you know like so then what then what happens what do you mean then what happens well i mean like all of a sudden well no all of a sudden you know you get those um sorry i think i yelled there but all of a sudden you uh get those um it's like a plan just unfolds like it's right. already been there. And uh, you automatically know what you're going to do with it, where you're going to go with it, who you're going to give it to. And, you know, it's just it's you, interesting how it happens because without the first initial step to deviate from your, like, what you're focused on, yeah, it doesn't unfold like that. You get what I mean? Like I do. you, you're you're yeah. on a path, and something causes you to deviate. So I'll play the devil's advocate here. That could have just been a nice thing to do from a general, general, generally nice person who wants to just, hey, I got some extra food. I'll give it to somebody that can eat it. I'm oh, not even really that hungry. So I think that. So part, what, what what's different about the, like, I think the Holy Spirit's involved here, but. Right. But I know something else about this story that you didn't share yet. Well, the, I think what's different is there was no reason to go pick up the old food. There was absolutely no benefit. But, like, there was no plan. Right. So it would, been, it would have been e- easier and more monetarily gainful to ignore it. Just keep and just going. keep going. But something... In my opinion, was at the you know yeah in the mist, and you you know you you do what you do, and it's funny how these things just fold out. Yeah, and, you know, good things happen, and sometimes not good things happen. So, but you, but you you took the food, and then I didn't say I took the food. No, I'm just uh, yes, you, the story. But I, you took. You, I'm trying to be. I don't want it to be a, a, like a boastful thing, but it's more well, so just. Like you know, but my favorite part of the story is you you took the food and you took it to the guy, and then you got out and talked to him, right? Right. Yeah. Like you had a conversation and a you, whole conversation. you you had you had like a meal with him. I don't whether you ate with him or not. Like you talked to him while he's eating some food, and 
that's the part that I think uh, is the most interesting because if it was the Holy Spirit leading you to be with this guy for even just a few minutes, that's the part that I think uh, was the sacred holy moment uh, where you you cre- you created a space that was safe to to talk to him and see him as a person and connect with him on this other level uh, where you could have thrown it out the window at him or whatever you know but you you went and you, and you also felt compelled to just like say hey how you doing well it's fellowship I mean like I think that's a church I think word. it's uh, no I mean it, it very is church I mean. But really, it's what it is. It's, I think it's, it might be church. I think church might have happened. Well, it's it's it. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we're two we're, we're two or more gather, right? Yeah. But um, no, I think I think um, we walk we walk around sometimes, and um, they there's like a saying that the closest person to you is easy to disregard. I think you know there's another spe- another into uh, of the spectrum to that, and it's you know you walk around and it's easy to disregard, disregard, you know, your surroundings and especially other humans in those surroundings. And so, sure, yeah. um, I think the homeless, it's easy just to look right, at self and focus on exactly. what I need and you know, my job. And yeah. so I felt I, I've, I had a moment to where it was just like, I don't want to just feel like I'm like, I, I didn't want it to feel like an act of, um pity or or anything like that i really wanted to sit down and know more about this person yeah and i think that's um i think that was what was compelling and um i agree with you i think the i think the ooh ah moment was that but i still think the act of the holy spirit in the background if is why did you get out of the car mm what was the purpose of taking food that you had no clue would be good or how long it has sat or that there was no earthly way to even right explain who like on an average day there i mean you you walk past how many pennies or nickels and dimes on the on 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 the concrete right and don't pick them up so we have this this is could be a holy spirit sighting but this holy spirit sighting could be happening all the time, and we don't exactly. notice it in and, and around us and through us. And uh, I think that's our step. I think we've taken a step in understanding it today. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your story. I know you didn't want to well, make it sure. about you, and I appreciate that about you. But um, I think it was I think it was a cool story. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I mean, I think we're I think we're just about out of time. Yeah, but I think we are too. Like I was, that's what I was looking at. I was like, we covered a lot. Like. I yep. was actually uh, for, for our first episode. I know it was like, uh, I think we're, we might be on the right track and maybe the spirit will lead us into uh, even greater and deeper territory next time. So, so I entered, I introduced this. I brought us in. Let's, let's hear the, let's hear the close out, the close out, the close out. You're the closer. Oh, well, that was a good show. I think the, I think that it, in talking about the Holy spirit, we can, um, we can feel hopeful and we can feel inspired that this mysterious person of God, one part of the Trinity of of God is is working in us and through us and is connecting us to to Jesus. Uh this man who lived, this this 
God and man who lived, you know, 2,000 years ago on the other side of the world, uh, and through space and time, uh, we get to know God more through this gift of the Holy Spirit. And so I think we're going to have to keep talking about it. This is probably all we can handle for this episode, but for sure. Uh, but we'll keep exploring it. One last thing, if you don't mind me adding. Yeah. So, you know, when we started this podcast, I, I made it very clear that um, my intention was that, you know, you say when you when you stand up there and you're saying, hey, we're all inclusive. Right. Um, I want to invite people and really show, you know, what we mean by that to uh, through the comments of, you know, this podcast and also, you know, um, even showing up to church and attending and having a conversation about it in person. Right. I want to encourage people like a call to action, so to speak, to, you know, talk about this subject in the comment section. Be respectful, though. If you have well, a difference of opinion, you can state that. But think about it and in, in, in word, word it in a way that can be answered or they can be discussed, not answered, because there, there, there might not be an answer. Right. Well, we just want to know we what everyone really, thinks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we want to make a space where but everybody we, can have a voice. And we don't want to argue about it. We no. like we want to. We like, keep using have, the word conversation. A yeah. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. Intellectual so, dialogue, and yeah. you know, just you know, there's no wrong point here. It's it's really just about making sure we keep you the know, conversation allow going. people to have yeah. their voice. And, yeah. And don't interrupt people too much. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think <laughs> I just interrupted you like four honestly, times. Well, I think. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. No, I was no, just no, no, like, no, no. I think I did good this episode. I was really worried about doing. That was one worry about me with the podcast. Oh, you did great. Um, I did. I, I did my listening ears. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, yeah. It was a pleasure to record. Yeah. Thank thanks. you, Pastor. For thanks for listening. If you want to know more about what we're doing at Artisan Church, you can follow us on on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram uh, and check us out and worship on Sundays. We'd love to get to know you and hear your, hear how you're doing. So yeah, thanks. We'll see you next time.